Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Generation Wrestling Podcast. As always, it's yours truly, the 26-year-old piece of go to franchise, aka the showstopper. And with me, as always, I got my tag team partners, my brothers, and my family. Introducing first up, he is the human encyclopedia wrestling, the flawless phenomenon. Joe knows everything. Stephen A. Joey V, how you doing? Oh my god. Let me tell you, me tell you something, you know. Uh... We're about to talk about a great show <laughs> on this podcast. Oh, my God, man. Right. <laughs> and across the way, as always, we got the Carmel Cody, the light-skinned Teddy Pendergrass, a.k.a. Mr. One, Two, Three. Pin that ass down, K-Breezy, better known as Tuco Kimbrough. How you doing? Ladies and gentlemen, again, do not drink in podcasts. Do not drink in podcasts. <laughs> you, you sound like a six-foot Rolo. Oh my God, man. I'm good, man. I'm not as good as y'all, but I'm good. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes in, in life you have the poor people, you got the middle class, and then you got the 1%. And me and Flawless are the 1% that's drunk right now. Right. We got to deal <laughs> with this junior mint right now. Oh, my God. Man. Oh, man. All right, man. I'm good, man. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, wait, hold on, man. I ain't, I ain't get the chance to properly introduce you. Yeah, brother, man. Oh. My bad, man. You did, man. You did introduce me. No, but now I gotta let them know you're hosting the show. Oh, my bad, brother. I, I was gonna take care because yeah, I know you I said you had to, I know you had to take care of some business, man. So I was I thought I was helping you out. My bad. Man, see, see, it's, it's, it's always the last temptation, man. It's trying to steal from the group. <laughs> you never cut, a, you never cut a, a black man in line. Don't you know that? Oh man. Yeah, especially, man, when, especially when it's in line of chicken. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Extra greasy, bitch. Extra greasy. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, man, the host of the Friday Night SmackDown review show is none other than Too Cold himself, man. Take it away, big bro. All right, man. <clears throat> so, guys, man, we um we get to SmackDown after the Super Shit Show. That's what I'm calling it from now on because that's what it was. Uh, we basically get the man himself, the new Universal Champion, Bill Goldberg. Yeah, yeah, some people are happy about it. Uh, we get the, you know, like I say, new Universal Champion Bill Goldberg. He comes out, and, you know, he basically just lays down the next challenge. Who's next? And, of course, uh, as it was obvious, uh, Roman Reigns came out. And, of course, man, he made it clear that he's next, which pretty much is going to set up the WrestleMania match for the Universal Champion, Spear versus Spear, Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. Flawless, man, what's your thoughts for it? All right. When uh, Goldberg came out, the crowd booed him. And, you know, Goldberg kind of soaked it up, laughing a little bit. You know, like everybody's going to have an opinion. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he's saying, who's next? And you kind of figure Roman was going to come out. But when Roman said, I'm next, like they had that little pause. They didn't say a word for a moment. He just said, I'm next and just walked off. And Goldberg kind of, you know, smirked. And the crowd, you know, it was like, I want to say the crowd was pro Reigns, you know, more pro Reigns than Goldberg they were. But even when he said, I'm next, they didn't, like, they cheered, but not really cheered. But I'm a little upset that they're not having an Elimination Chamber match to see who faces Goldberg at WrestleMania. I'm disappointed at that. But, I mean, I understand the booking behind Reigns and Goldberg at WrestleMania, looking from afar, so... I get that part. I I get what you're saying, man. And I, I'm I'm like everyone else. I'm upset that the fact that you took the title off the fiend, you made him look weak. Uh, 
and you, yeah, you're giving us Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. And again, and I think for me, this is just WWE finding their way. And we knew this was going to happen. We knew they were going to find a way to force Roman Reigns back down our throats as the champion again. And don't get me wrong. The guy is the workhorse of SmackDown. Seth Rollins is the workhorse of Raw. You know, much respect to that. Um, but I, for me, um, this, this, this was a this was this was bad, and this was bad because Bray Wyatt, you just buried another character, another great character that they, that they they took the time to develop. But Vince is just so goddamn wishy washy that now we're getting this match, and the reason behind it is because you know Vince doesn't want people to boo Roman Reigns for beating the Fiend, which for me. I feel like that's the mistake in it right there. You shouldn't have Roman Reigns beat the Fiend at <laughs> WrestleMania. It should have been the Fiend defending his championship. He should at least – he I, the guy deserves it. He deserves to go in at least defend his championship at this WrestleMania. You screwed him over when he fought Randy Orton for the WWE championship. Uh, you know, so it is what it is, man, but um, – I'm I'm I am not hyped for this match. I I don't care for it. Like I, I don't I don't I just don't care for it. Um, and and it really upsets me, man. Because you know when I just start to you know I just start to believe, man. You know they're gonna start doing things. You know they're gonna start pushing people, but you know they're pushing people, but they're not pushing the people that they should. They're not doing the things that you know we want them to do in some sense uh, they're not going to give everybody an opportunity but at least those that have you know can go out there they're not giving them their shot uh franchise man what are your thoughts on goldberg versus reigns for wrestlemania for the universal championship uh, man um i i really can't quantify We'll put in the words. Uh, Goldberg versus Reigns is not what I want to see. I mean, we we knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. WWE for the last year since Roman's uh, cancer remission announcement. They've been putting the guy in main event after main event after main event after main event after main event without a title. And you knew, you knew because he didn't have a title that they were going to compensate and keep him on top by putting him in the main event, which I'm not mad at. I'm not even mad at the fact that you want to have Roman Reigns challenge for the title again because we knew it was coming. You just couldn't risk doing it when you wanted to because for five, six, seven years, you've been trying to get this guy Roman Reigns over as the face of the company, and he got booed to shits. So now he announces he's a cancer survivor, Okay, man, you don't want to mess that up, but you still want to keep them relevant. You still want to keep them in the picture. That's fine. But then you go out and you put the title on The Fiend. Your biggest mistake on putting the title on The Fiend was, one, you did it too early. And if you're going to do it this early, you shouldn't have put The Fiend on SmackDown, the same brand with Roman freaking Reigns. You should have left him on Raw if you are going to do that. Um, I, I, don't, I don't mind the fact that Goldberg – Beat the fiend. I don't mind it. Uh, I just think the timing as a fan, I don't know what WWE has planned, so I can't speak on behalf of WWE, but I can speak on behalf of a fan, a fan of the fiend. This guy literally has nine lives. You talk about guys that can reinvent themselves. This is a very select few that can do it successfully and have 
continued success. That's Chris Jericho, that's Undertaker, that's Matt Hardy, and now more recently, Bray Wyatt, a.k.a. The Fiend. I feel like, you know, this guy, WWE's booking logic is so asinine to me, and I'm, I'm, I'm being so serious. It's so stupid because you can have this guy get disqualified, yet still somehow, some way, survive a sledgehammer attack or a mallet attack from several islands, but then he can't even kick out of a bot spear. or not a bot spear, a bot jackhammer from a 50-year-old Goldberg. I understand it's sports entertainment, but Dude, you spent so long building this guy. You know, Bray Wyatt has basically gotten over on his own. And I'm not going to sit up here and say, oh, it's a burial, because I'm not sure what they have planned. I mean, besides Bray Wyatt and John Cena, but you were just a champion. What the fuck can a 16-time champ that hasn't wrestled in two years do for my career? That's what I want to know. So, uh, <clears throat> unfortunately, man, I, I, I'm not – I don't care that Goldberg beat the Fiend. It's how quick the Fiend lost his title without any real momentum or any real rivalries. It's almost like the Kofi Kingston effect. It's like the guy had the title and he was happy that he got it. But really, who did he beat? Really, what standout match did he have to really cement his legacy as a champion? It felt, it felt more like a participation trophy than anything to me. That's my opinion. I'll tell you this. No, man. Uh, the Fiend's Title reign is forgettable because you're right. Yeah. He didn't have no like stand up, you know, standout matches. And remember when Vince, Triple H, Stephanie, and Shane were in the ring? I think it was on a Raw, and they said, "Hey, we're gonna listen to the fans. Today is a new day, man. We all drank that Kool Aid." And man, well, man. even even when even when they said that, it still took them another four months before we actually saw it. So it, it, it we 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 drank it, but we, you know we kind of poured some of it behind over our shoulder. You know, we can't pretend like we was drinking it because we knew not to drink it fully. We knew, okay, until we actually see some consistency in what they're saying, man, we know we can't really buy into what they were saying telling us. True, but. Yeah. <clears throat> but and, and <clears throat> excuse me, um, but that's for me. Like you said, franchise man. The the issue was that you had the fiend look so weak in this match. Like I understand Goldberg can't take huge bumps, but damn, he couldn't take a few. You couldn't do something. You could have had. You needed some back and forth the, to have the fiend be this unworldly type of you know entity or whatever. And and just like come on, man, you bear to have Goldberg. I, I don't have a problem with Goldberg not buying into him, but at the same time, uh, this would the theme benefits more winning here than Goldberg. And Goldberg is just he's not even putting over Roman Reigns. Like you're not even putting over Reigns. You're just title hopping. Like that's all you're doing. You just took the title off one guy because you didn't want him to beat the person that the fans are really cheering for. But now you you've buried another great character. And I'm not sure if Bray Wyatt can come back from this one because the original character was something special and they dropped the ball on it. And now you got this guy and it's like, man, the fiend is man. Wow. Like this is, this dude is a split personality, but it works so well. And now it's like, <clears throat> now he's just going to be an afterthought. He's going to be a boogeyman. He's just going to come out and do some little hokey shit, and then that's it. And I hate to see that for him because Bray Wyatt is a great character. He's not great in the ring, but he can hold his own. Um, it's just a real disappointment. Like I said, I, I get it. I understand why. I just don't like it. 
<clears throat> uh, any final which is still that's still messed up i mean it, it goes on your resume but again when you look at the the the, the legitimacy of it, it it's it's terrible and it's the same for kofi it's the same for bray wyatt uh clearly like i say wwe is not about building stars they're about uh entertaining you know half-ass wrestling fans uh any final thoughts before we move on to the next match man it's some bullshit nope and you said it. you said that all right man next up <clears throat> yeah, I was a little dural. Uh next up, man, we get Becky. I'm sorry, not Becky Lynch. Uh we get uh Bailey uh in the ring and she's basically uh I, she, I, don't, I don't even remember what the hell she said. But she introduces Sasha Banks. Uh there was a match between her and Naomi. It was a rematch from Super Shit Show. So therefore, you know, they were they were gonna have their little one-on-one. It wasn't for the title, but you know, Sasha Banks is back. Um she, the fans didn't really boo her, but they didn't really cheer for her either. It was just kind of like, oh, oh, Sasha's, oh, okay, Sasha's making his back. And that's another disappointment because she's better than that. Um, and it's just sad that there's no, it just don't seem to be a give a damn for, for you know, pushing your talent to be the best that they can. Um, it, you know, you're just, they're all just sideshows to Roman Reigns and a few other people. Uh but guys, what did you think of this match? Uh, Flawless, I cut. I know franchise. I come to you with it. What did you think of this match that ended up being a singles match because Sasha Banks interfered, uh, turned into a tag match, and Lacey Ivans had the most. I don't know how the hell you botch hopping over the rope, but she did that. What did you <laughs> think of? Oh, uh, I, I was from the same. I was. I was from the field. Very offended that she talked about the boss and then go to the franchise first. Um, like you said. It was really a lack of give a damn. I mean, this is the first time Sasha's been back in a couple months, uh, back in her hometown, Boston, you know. So it was like, you know, normally whether a person is a heel face or whatever the hell, when they're in their hometown, they always, for the most part, they always get a super loud reaction. So for somebody of the caliber of a Sasha Banks, former women's champion, to come back and it's just <coughs> like, eh, whatever. I was like, okay, damn. Like you said with Lacey Evans, how the hell she botched that? Who knows? But uh yeah, I I I wasn't I wasn't feeling it. And I'm gonna be honest, uh, I'm gonna eat crow here, and that's fine. You know, I can admit when I'm wrong. Um I'm always gonna be on the Sasha bandwagon, but I feel like I don't know if it's her, I don't know if it's WWE, I don't know if it's a collective of the two. I feel like ever since Sasha's come back to WWE back at uh, what's that after SummerSlam, I feel like, dude, we talk about what have you done? Sasha ain't did shit. And I'm not even talking about winning titles. It's like, dude, it's like you're there, but you're not there. It's like you running up and down the court, but you ain't making no buckets. It's like, yeah, you there. Like, I see you, but what are you contributing? Uh, I don't know if this is just a part of a plan for her and Bailey down the line, but really, I I'm disappointed in how Sasha's being utilized. Uh, I'm disappointed in the direction of the character because I feel like uh, you could say Bailey is the longest reigning SmackDown champ, but I don't really feel like Sasha and Bailey are really doing anything separate or apart. I just I don't see maybe what's I'm I was hoping to see. Uh, if that makes sense, it does. Flawless. Before you go, I want to ask you this, man. Do you think Bailey and Sasha Banks 
would be better heels for the tag team championships. Like yeah. if they were to tag, the, I mean, if the Kabuki Warriors weren't together, would you do you think that maybe they would be a little more over if the heels were the tag team champions and they were kind of just going back and forth with a bunch of other people? Uh, yeah, but there's not a lot of women tag teams, so it's like kind of like, I mean, it's it's so terrible for the tag team women's division that you're gonna have Beth Phoenix and Natalia face the Kabuki Warriors at WrestleMania. That's how terrible it is. Uh, (laughs) All right, man. What's your thoughts on the match, though? Uh, The match was terrible. I'm going to flat out, man, say this. I'm going to talk more about Sasha because the match was so terrible that you had her. It's her first time back in a while since she's been injured, and she's the one that took the pin. It was like, wow. Really? Mm, Okay. Now, I've been on the, you know, been – Dissing actually, Sasha. Bailey too. Okay, okay, Bailey too. And I thought Sasha did my best. So I've been the one, you know, hating on Sasha for a while. But when Sasha was in NXT and she got called up, I was a big Sasha fan. The problem with Sasha though is she's injury prone, kind of like Samoa Joe. <sighs> she's cursed. She is injury prone, and I think the way they're treating her, I still think it's punishment for what she did at WrestleMania last year. Yeah, Bailey stuck around. She didn't go home like Sasha, so they awarded Bailey the championship. You know, Sasha's like, no, I'm going home. You come back, guess what? We're going to put you in a feud with Becky Lynch. Cool, you know. They're going to tell you, hey, man, we're going to do this program with you and Becky. It's going to be awesome. Sasha's like, okay, cool. You're doing something I want to do. Guess what? You're getting your ass kicked by Becky. Good match in the hell cell. Don't get me wrong. Great match, but after that, she hasn't done shit. It's Mm-mm. punishment and injury, and she's cursed. Yeah, that's that's a bit sad. And like you said, you know that match was a good match. You know we kind of knew Becky was going to retain, but you know it, it at least we believe Sasha at moments could get the title. And since then, it's just been, you know, you're just basically Bailey's bitch, and and that and you know you went from having Bailey buddies to Bailey bitch, and and that's. That's sad, man, because we know, and regardless of, you know, how some folks feel, Sasha's way better than what they've been presenting. Uh, Her heel is a thousand times way better than what they've been presenting. And it it does kind of suck that, you know, they're missing out on another opportunity to use another star wrestler to help get over herself, but also put other people over. Um, And honestly, it's, it's, you know, we've been getting on AEW for their women's division, man. You know what? And it's it's worse for WWE because you have the better talent and you still can't use them right. So for me, I, I, I we get on AEW, but at least we understand why AEW's women's division is the way it is. For you to be the big show and for you to have all this talent and you still can't, you know, do enough with them. That's that to me. That's worse. All right, man. Uh, moving on, man, because that was just terrible. And then we move on to another terrible match where, I, you know, I won't say it's terrible. It just it, it just didn't have no give a fuck. Uh, Robert Roode, Kofi Kingston. And, man, I don't know what Kofi did. I, I have no idea what he did. But, man, he's been getting buried since he lost that title. And it's, it, this is almost – this is just as bad – this is as bad as his title reign. Like, it's just like, dude, you just, 
you just can't get a victory. Like, how are you respected for, you know, being a guy that always shows up and never, never bitches complain, always there, you know, always willing to do whatever, you know, but this is how they repay you. And it's just, it's sad. It's disappointing. And this is what's turning off the true fans from really getting invested behind people because it's like the minute you get invested into somebody, you know, at WWE didn't lost interest in them and now they're ready to move on. But what they're moving on to doesn't really turn out to be anything great. Sometimes it does, but a lot of times it doesn't. So Flawless, I'm going to come to you with this, man. Rude, Kingston, how'd you feel? I like that they put Rude in a singles match with Kofi. Uh, I was happy that he got the victory. You know, we praise Robert Rude for his in-ring work. You know, especially when he was in NXT and TNA. You know, ever since he's been up on the main roster, he hasn't been that good. But I'll tell you this, man. I'm going to say this, man. The match itself was, eh, you know, okay. I was just, I just like the fact that they gave Robert Root a singles match and a victory. But I will say this. The SmackDown title is cursed. Whoever has that title, you better hope you don't lose it. Because when you lose it, guess what? You're getting buried. (laughs) That. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that, but you know, eh, you know, whatever. I think the new day needs to turn heel, but that's my. I agree with you. I'm gonna say well, this I'm about Kofi. I'm gonna say this about Kofi Kingston, man, because he be getting his ass kicked from sun up to sundown, Sunday to Monday, across from left, right, up, down, all over the goddamn WWE universe. I'm gonna say this: <clears throat> Black Lives Matter. Hmm. <sighs> Man, not with that uh, blonde hair, though. Not with that blonde hair. Kofi, take the, take the goddamn blonde hair off. Kofi, what's wrong with you? Looking like he's a pot of honeycombs. He on his Cisco trip. That's what he on. Yeah, but I mean... <laughs> but but to be serious, man, to be serious, I I don't know. Maybe it's Kofi's time to pass the torch. Maybe, you know, Kofi's been on such a, a meteoric rise, man, with the whole Kofi mania thing. Maybe they're using this as a way to kind of get rude over or other people over. I don't know. But I do know one thing. Um, I love the New Day. They're excellent. But I do believe their face turn. I think uh I, I think it's I think it's over. I think it's run its course. I think they're getting stale. Still entertaining, but I feel like I'm not as invested. You know, I feel like when the new day come out, it's like, all right, I know you come out. One point it was bootios, now it's pancakes. Like, all right, man, like I, I need something new. I need something different. And I'm not even gonna say from Kofi. I'm not really expecting too much of a difference from Kofi. I'm ready to see Big E. I'm ready to see that motherfucker come out. Excuse my language. I'm ready to see him kick ass. I'm ready to see him he, see him be that big badass. You know. Big E Langston, if you will. I'm ready to see this man get a real opportunity, a real chance to stand solo and do his thing. Hell, surprise me. Shit. Legs every woods come back and be a heel. But I think it's time for the new day, whether it's single, together. They need to, you know, they need to hit the switch on this. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Their run has, it's, they'll never turn them heel because they're so over. And, you know, people still cheer the new day, but that goes back to that cab, that, that casual fan that sees them and just, it's like, Oh my God, these guys are so positive and just so positive energy and just, Oh my God. And it's just like, uh, just, just shut the fuck up. And then, and, and, and I'm sorry, folks, we, I, I'm a little, I'm, I'm upset. Like 
I hated Super Showdown and everything that happened just it was just stupid and it was ass were it was bad it was ass backwards booking and this show was ass backwards booking. Uh, yeah, man, I I agree with you. Um, there needs to be a change. Uh, not sure when they're gonna do it, but it it would be it would be beneficiary if they did something. But I, you know what? I no longer believe that WWE will. Hey, man, you know how Kofi, how much Kofi Kingston has fallen. Just look at uh, Super Showdown when he jumped over at the Miz and the Miz just stepped away. <laughs> oh. Kofi fall on his back. <laughs> man, man, it, man, the the things they do to these guys, man, it, it's it's ridiculous. Like, you know what? And it is it's sad because the more I see this, the more Vince McMahon's statement and what he said to them is going to be so true. Kofi Kingston is 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 a great. He'll be a Grand Slam champion. He'll be all of that, but you'll never make it into the Hall of Fame without the New Day, and that's sad because the dude is way better than that. And he he's actually done a lot in WWE to where he should be a legitimate, you know, single Hall of Famer on his own, considering some of the guys you're putting in the Hall of Fame. I mean, hell, X Pac is getting two fucking Hall of Fames, and he's not even <laughs> that fucking great. But Coco I digress, man. I mean, dude, there's gonna be a oh lord, yeah. I don't know how he got. I don't know how he got it either. Like, there's just so, but that, but that's the problem, man. Like, I, I, you, you, there's so many other better talents that you know deserve it, and Kofi's definitely won. He's won every championship. He's like I said, he's a Grand Slam champion. Like, dude, you, you got to do something better. But he, he's, he's just that guy. He's gonna come to work. He's not gonna say anything. And if he does say anything. Clearly, they're just going to tell him what he want to hear. And then once he walk away, they're going to go do whatever the hell they want to do. Uh, any final thoughts before uh, we move on to the next BS thing that we got to talk about? No, sir. All right, man. So we get a contract signing for the Intercontinental Championship, <laughs> which the more I look at this championship, the more I am hating it. Like, I, I kind of liked it when they first debuted it. But now it's like, man. It looks like the twenty four seven championship. It, it 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 just looks stupid, and I I'm I am I'm I am down on it. We get Braun Strowman, Shinsuke Nakamura with Cesaro and Sami Zayn. They're going back and forth, and Braun kind of says something. He kind of put his foot in his mouth when he said this, but he kind of said, you know, I kind of figured I was going to be fighting all three of you anyway. So let's go. Let's sign this contract and let's get going. And you know, Sami Zayn being the guy that he is. He saw that as an opportunity where he got Cesaro to sign his name and then he signed his name and then Shinsuke signed their name. So now the match, which I'm not even sure if contracts really work like that, but in which somebody said on the show, but uh, now we're going to get a three on one handicap match for the Intercontinental Championship at Elimination Chamber. Uh, Flawless, I'll come to you with it, man. Uh, are you excited? Are you, do you care? What, what, how you feel, man? What's up? Man, I'm just down on this whole storyline. I mean, uh, I guess it's going to make Brock, I mean, Braun Strowman look strong. I mean, not that he already is, you know, being three guys at Elimination Chamber, you know, oh, you're going to make him, you know, really big. But come on, man. Like, what they're doing, I mean, we I've been harping on this forever. What they're doing to the Intercontinental Championship is a joke. And yeah, I, I just can't deal with it anymore. 
No, I, I agree. Um, this is this is a this is a this is the one of the most prestige titles in wrestling. Like if you for guys like for Mr. Perfect and others who never won a WWE championship, them holding the Intercontinental Championship was like holding the WWE Championship. That's just how how much people wanted to win it because it just showed that you're that next guy to be a star. And now it's it, even the United States Championship that used to be a championship that was respected. And now they're both well, the U.S. title has always been that way. Once W once WWE bought WCW. They've buried, you know, the W, the the, the WWs, the WCW titles. They've always treated them like they're just, they're not even second tier. They're they're like fifth tier, and that's that was terrible. And now, you know, you still treat all your championships like that, even the Universal to a degree. Um, but yeah, I, I hate the way they're treating the Intercontinental title uh, franchise. Man, your thoughts? <clears throat> Um, yeah, man, just to kind of, you know, go off what you said, you know, the Intercontinental, um, that was the workhorse title. That was the working man's title. That title, if you, it, it meant one or two things. Either way, you're going to be an established superstar, but it meant you're either going to be a, a, a bona fide superstar from here on out, or you're going to at least be in a world title picture. Now, whether you got the title or not, you know, that was to be determined, but you were at least in a, in a conversation. Uh, with this now, you know, much like what you said, uh, the titles are more so like props and placeholders now. Uh, if it isn't the Universal or the WWE Championship, it seems like all the other titles are irrelevant. I mean, like, let's look at the women's tag team titles. I mean, these women have held, held the titles for I don't know how long, and when was the last time they were defended? You know, matter of fact, when was the last time they were actually in a tag match? So, right, I don't, I don't know, man. At one point in time, wrestling, especially WWE, used to be all about titles and championships. Now, it just kind of seems like they've kind of gotten away from that. You got a guy like Braun Strowman. It should have been a big, you know what? I'm going to cut. It should have been a big fucking deal when he won the championship. You know, we all thought he would have been world champion by now. Unfortunately, in the world of WWE, it doesn't work that way for him. It's not in the cars. When he won his first singles title, the answer fucking continental title, there is no way that it should have felt like, oh, okay, <laughs> finally. It, it, it didn't have anything to it because the previous holder, Shinsuke Nakamura, one of the best fucking wrestlers on the planet, his reign sucked. You almost forgot he was a champion. Because half the time, he didn't even fight when he was a champion. Not because he didn't want to fight, because they didn't have anything for him. So, I mean, excuse me, but one, I don't give a shit to see Braun Strowman fight three people, even if those three people are Sammy, Shinsuke, and Cesaro. I don't care, because you just shitting on Cesaro and Shinsuke so much, them two might as well not even be on on, on the main roster. <laughs> like that's how disinterested and detached I am. And I know I went along I went on this way longer than I should have, but that just goes to show how much SmackDown is pissing me off. <sighs> yeah. Uh man. Yeah. All right, man. Guys, uh next up, man. Uh oh, I'm sorry. Uh after the contract signing, they all jumped Braun Strowman and suplexed him into the table with the looter kick by Sammy. Uh it looked it nice, but you know, it, it's just 
it's too little too late for me to really believe Bron is this guy. Now you want to build him up. You didn't build him up and tore him down so much. I'm not even expecting anything great coming from it. Even that, even when he does hold it for a few months, I'm not expecting anything great coming from it. Uh, next up, guys, we get, uh, of course, the preview of Goldberg and Roman Reigns, which at that time they made it official, which, you know, kind of sucks because that pretty much says Roman Reigns just had to beat Baron Corbin to be number one contender. At least – Maybe that's what they should have made the cage match. Maybe that would have made that match feel a little more important. If you said, well, the winner of this match, you know what? Number one contendership. All right, cool. You know, I'm not saying it would have been great, but, you know, you could have added a little importancy to it, but you didn't. You Rome, you just been letting Roman win the last couple of times. So, of course, it was just obvious he was going to be the number one guy, but that just shows the lack of star power that you couldn't even – you don't even have no one else to consider. You already had Daniel Bryan lose to the Fiend twice, so you know that happened. And then now, you you're just going right back to Roman Reigns, and this is what's going to make people start to hate Roman Reigns again. But sure, he'll have his casual fans; they'll cheer him, but you're going to go back to having people boo him because now people are going to be sympathy, you know, sympathize of his, you know, his his health. But it's like, dude, you know what? You're you've been wrestling, you've been back all this time. You know what? That that. We cheering you because of, you know, we feel bad for you. That's got to be over soon. People got to let that go. You got to either really, you, you got to go back to tr- showing your true feelings and not suppressing them because, you know, WWE. Okay. I, I don't want to say this the wrong way because this is some real life stuff. So I'm not going to say they used his health to get him over, but they used his health to get him over. And, I want the fans to realize that, okay, he's been back for a while now. He's been good, and we're we're happy for that. We want him back. We want to see him there, but you're finna go back to that forcing him down our throat shit again, and I, I want the fans to stick to their true nature or at least their true honesty of how they feel and not just be suppressed to it. Um, I, I agree a thousand percent. Yeah. Uh, so next up, like I said, moving on, man, we get uh, Drew. I'm sorry, not we, well. We get Drew Gulak. He's doing commentary again. We're getting Daniel Bryan versus Curtis Axel. Uh, man, I I'm, I'm not even sure why. Day, I, I understand why Daniel Bryan's doing it, but man, it's just it's just pointless. Just go ahead and just set up a match between you and Drew. That's all I want to see. I don't care to see Daniel Bryan beat up these guys. He's gonna win. They're not good enough to beat him. Uh, just just go ahead and go with – I mean, WrestleMania is only four weeks away. You ain't really got to put too much story behind this. Drew Gulak, Daniel Bryan, WrestleMania. Fine. I'm good with it. Pre-show, whatever. Just give me the match. I'm fine with it. Flawless, your thoughts on this match, and are you hyped to see possibly Drew Gulak versus Daniel Bryan? Um, I didn't mind the match because I'm a, I like Curtis Axel. I mean, that's Mr. Perfect Son. He has good in-ring work, you know? Yeah. And it shows. And it's crazy because a lot of people don't know this, that when Brock Lesnar first came back to WWE, he requested, they sent Curtis Axel down to train with Brock to help him get back into ring shape. And The Rock, too. And that's crazy because Curtis Axel is very good. He's a good technician, just like his dad. Not, Not as good as his dad, but, you know, he's not bad. I mean, there's far more worse, you know, other wrestlers. So I'm yeah. a little upset that, like, how they treated Curtis Axel. 
But uh, Gulak and Brian, yeah, I would like to see it. Two technicians going at it. Why not? Oh yeah, especially with the storyline of Gulak, you know, you know, I can I can make a a, a slideshow of you know so many ways of why what you're doing wrong and and really just offending and, and kind of just you know pissing people off. And I like the way he, I I don't have a problem with that from him. Uh, that adds a little bit of interest, you know, to his story of you know or at least his character. Uh, and doing it with someone like Daniel Bryan will definitely bring a lot of hype to it. So, uh, like you, I do want to see it. Uh, franchise, your thoughts? Um, fuck the match. Uh, but I do want to see Gulag versus Brian. Okay, all right. Well, moving on, man. Uh, next up, man, we get um, what the hell was? Oh, the uh, well, of course, we got the recap for what happened at Super Shit Show. The Miz and Morrison won the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Uh, they're coming out to the ring. They're celebrating. And then all of a sudden, um, which, again, just half-assed booking, the referee comes down. And all of a sudden, he mentions something to the ring announcer. And then the ring announcer announces that at Elimination Chamber match, and like Flawless said earlier, because they're not doing the number one contendership, uh, so they got to figure out something to put in this place. Uh, so they're going to give us a tag team elimination chamber match. And we're going to get the Usos. We're going to get heavy machinery. We're going to get, I believe, the Revival, the New Day, uh, Rude and Ziggler. And I I can't think of who else. Lucha Bros. I'm oh, not Lucha Bros. The, Lucha House the, uh, Party. Yeah, Lucha House Party. Or, and I, I think that's it. I think that's everybody. So we're, we're going to get that instead of the number one contendership for the Universal Championship. Um, I, I'm... I'm okay with it because of the talent in the match. Um, who's going to win? I have a feeling because you just put the titles on them. It's going to be Miz and Morrison. Uh, but what I did not like about this match that they had with the Usos uh, as they announced all this was the fact that they lost. They should not have lost this match. Like if they were going to lose this match, then they should have lost it by disqualification. Like that, that, that should have been the, their thing. Like, you know, we're not going to let the Usos pin us. So we're just going to, you know, we're just going to, you know, interfere or whatever and, and, or hit him with a chair. I would have been more fine with that than them losing clean after you just had them win literally not even probably 24 hours ago, the new champion. So I, I didn't like that. Um, not even for the Usos, like they, like Usos could have got a win, but it should have been via di- disqualification uh, franchise. I'm coming to you with it, man. What did you think of the match and how do you feel about the elimination tag team championship match um i am going to be honest i didn't like it um just this whole this whole show man this this whole show just was not it for me uh i love the usos man of course you know the uso penitentiary down since day one you feel me i'm down with it i'm rocking with it but it's just this show was so utterly appallingly terrible. It just man, I, I, I wasn't into it, bro. I, I wasn't. Flawless. Um, I'm with you. I don't understand how you have Miz and Morrison lose clean, even though they just won the titles like the day before. It makes no sense booking wise. Did a do a disqualification? It would have made sense. But to have them lose clean? No, don't like it. Now, the Elimination Chamber match, okay, you're doing the tag team elimination. 
okay, I get it. I want to know what are they going to do for the women's? Are they having a women's elimination chamber match for uh, SmackDown? Um, no. no, because they're doing the Raw women's match okay. for the number one contendership. So, you know, they're probably going to do maybe two. I can't see them doing three elimination chamber matches. So at the most, only two, which is why they only named that one. And they had to substitute the number one contendership match. Here's something that's so crazy. The elimination chamber is what, this Sunday? Yeah. What's 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 the main event? How many matches have been announced? Like, come on. Like, as of right as of right now, uh, well, we haven't we'll, we'll we haven't gotten to the Raw show yet, but uh, there there's a couple of matches named. But outside of that, you just got the two Elimination Chamber matches, and you got the Intercontinental match now. Yeah, but you now got the, the Intercontinental. Uh, it's gonna, it's gonna it's gonna be one of those Elimination Chamber matches. One of those matches is gonna be the main event. Uh, I have a feeling it will be the women's just because, you know, the more hype is really with the women's side of it because the winner's facing Becky Lynch, uh-huh. where the other one is just a tag team match. You start to show off with that. You're going to start to show off with that. You're going to give the women the main event of this pay-per-view because they're not getting it for WrestleMania. Uh-huh. So you're going to kind of do that also, you know, because that's the thing that they're trying to do now. They're trying to give the women their rifle due as the main event because they have those type of talent. They just don't know how to use them all the time. So, now, is the new day in this elimination chamber match? I believe they are. All right. So, I thought, yeah. I think Rude and Ziggler are too, right? So, I could see them yes. having some stuff with Otis and, you know, heavy machinery. Yeah. Here's my thing I don't like the booking. What I would do is, okay, I guess have it. Okay, whatever. You know, I would do at WrestleMania a fatal four way ladder <coughs> match. New day. Versus Rude and Ziggler versus the Usos versus Miz and Morrison. Ladder match, mm-hmm. fatal four-way, go ahead. Let them do your thing. They will blow the roof off. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now, I'm game for that. Now, I might I might actually watch WrestleMania to see that, but ah, that's too much like right for WWE. Yeah, it's just bad. Yeah. Um, anything else, gentlemen, before we move on to the last part? Mm-mm. All right, man. So, finally... You know, it's Boston. Smackdown in Boston. Sasha Banks couldn't get a warm reception. So maybe this next guy will. The 16-time champion, John Cena, returns back to WWE in some months or whatever. Uh, He basically comes out and he cuts the most. It was an awesome promo until they just fucked it up at the end. And what I mean by that is what he said made so much sense. And it's what people want to see. We want to see fresh talent. We want to see new faces. And John Cena saying that he's not going to be at WrestleMania because he believes in the future. They need their opportunity. They need their time. And then to say all of that and to walk out the ring, uh, he gets to the top of the ramp. You know, he gives his salute. The lights cut out. And we know what happens when the lights cut out like that. That means the fiend is showing up. And, and again, great camo ang- uh, camera angle, as they did with Goldberg the week before. They did it again with John Cena. You didn't see The Fiend until he turned around to look behind him. And we get The Fiend, and he's pointing at the WrestleMania sign, and John Cena just nods his hat at him and tells him, you can't see me. And apparently we're going to get The Fiend versus John Cena at WrestleMania. Now, before you guys go, here's my problem. One, why couldn't The Fiend come out and address Goldberg. Like, I, why not? And I know why not, but it's like, why not? And then also, 
why why have John Cena cut that promo? Why not have the Fiend come out and interrupt him? And so therefore he doesn't even get to say all of that stuff and just attack him. Okay, why have him you you made John Cena look like an ass, man, by saying all of that, and then you're giving him a match with Bray Wyatt. Now I get it, it's to help put Bray Wyatt over, but I think you dropped the ball with that. You just had Goldberg beat him like he was nothing. And now I'm supposed to believe that he's gonna just beat John Cena. I don't if Goldberg is a half time as a retired part-time wrestler and he can beat the crap out of uh, Go, uh Bray Wyatt, why would I believe or think that Bray Wyatt is going to beat John Cena. And that's John Cena. Now, maybe John Cena will purposely lose to put him over, whatever. You know, it's a business. It, we know what it is. But it, it just it seems as backwards to me, man. And I and this is what's making me really, really upset with WWE and the way they're booking these guys. Because I've, I've invested in certain guys. They've given them to me to some degree. And then they just, they, they, they just slip, just, they just pull the rug from under us. So I'm gonna come to you, flawless man, because you're the encyclopedia, man. You, you, me, and you. We always have these conversations about wrestling. What are your thoughts on all of this, man? Am I the only one tripping? Is it just me, or is it just a a, a somewhat a collective agreement? I would have been okay. First of all, the promo felt like a retirement speech, you know. It actually, did. yeah. And then have uh, the fiend come out, you know, and just stare at him and not do nothing. And, you know, and Cena, like, tips his head, like, okay, WrestleMania. I was, like, scratching my head, like, okay, this was terrible storytelling booking to end SmackDown. But I would have been happy if this was for the Universal title. I would have been perfect. You know? Hey, why not? Hell yeah, have the fiend go over on Cena at WrestleMania to get his WrestleMania moment. I'd be fine with that. But now that the fiend doesn't have the title, I'm like, okay, what storyline could they use? Now they could use the storyline that Cena beat Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania a few years ago. So the fiend wants his revenge. I get that. Okay, not to cut you off, but that's been his storyline since he's been the fiend. Like yeah. that's been the whole reason why he has the pictures on the wall of all the people that he's gone through. That's that's always been his story. So it's the same story. But like you said, uh, for me, if you got a guy who's the 16 time champion and you're and he's he wants the opportunity to become 17 time, and you have him face Bray Wyatt, but because you want to put Bray Wyatt over, it would that that draws more intrigue to me. John Cena possibly getting that seventeen time championship, the Fiend Bray Wyatt being a champion, going to WrestleMania, trying to get that you know that revenge on John Cena for what happened previous years, because you know he's going to touch on it. That would have made that would have made exactly that would have made so much more sense, and I would have been okay with that match. And you could have still did Roman Reigns and Goldberg. I, I don't expect much from it anyway. Two, two, three, two to four spears, and that's it. The match is over. I don't expect anything more from that match. And that's the that's your title match. So you drop the ball with a potential match that you could have gave a lot of hype to. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree with you, man. It would have been better if it, the Universal Championship was on the line. I'll tell you this, man. My um, if this match was for the Universal Championship. I would have been at 100. I would have been like, yes. Now it's down to maybe 10, 15 percent. You know? I'm lower than that. I'm at one. I'm at one percent. <laughs> Franchise, man, your thoughts on this? Man, look, I, I got to. Uh, first of all, that whole shit was trash. 
All right, next. Um, so I have a scenario. You have John Cena. Um, you have John Cena beat Go, uh, not Goldberg. Excuse me. You had John Cena beat the Fiend at Super Showdown, seventeen-time world champ. You got a couple weeks, man. Let him run with the title for about a month, month and a half to WrestleMania. You have the Fiend beat John Cena at WrestleMania to get his WrestleMania moment, get his title back. Two birds, one stone. John Cena, seventeen-time champ. There you go. Fiend beat Cena. Cena retires at Mania. What a way to put somebody over, like John uh. Cena. John Cena beat, huh? I disagree with you, man. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Because one, because one, you're beating the Fiend again. You 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 don't beat the Fiend. The Fiend can't lose the championship. He has to be the champion all the way through and beat John Cena. Like so, him beating him buries him. Well, what what about this? Okay, so what if the Fiend never technically loses the title? What if Bray Wyatt comes out as the Mister Rogers gimmick? He loses, and the Fiend exacts his revenge on John Cena for beating Bray Wyatt. Uh, no, that's too much because that 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 causes a whole bunch of lights off, and you know, and, and Bray's got a quick change, and that that's going to be too. No, that's no, going to no, take no, too much. No, no, no. I, I mean, like, like Bray Wyatt loses as Bray Wyatt at Super Showdown, and then wins it as the Fiend at Mania. I, I'm not with that either, because again, you're having him lose. My point is, he can't lose the championship at all. Like him losing the championship is a burial to his character. Uh, even for John Cena to win it for the seventeenth time. I don't know if, if he's really big on beating it or not. And he he might be, but he's not coming back to to have how do I want to say? It? Okay. Okay, basically my point is this. The Fiend shouldn't lose the title. Okay, yeah. because he yeah. needs a legit title reign. We just said it. He hasn't really beaten anybody. He beat Daniel Bryan. That's the only person we can give him credit for. The same as we give uh, Kofi Kingston. The biggest person he really beat was Daniel Bryan. Everybody else, we kind of knew he was you know, going to beat him. We didn't really think anything of it. With The Fiend, he fought The Miz in a non-title match. That was nothing. He fought Daniel Bryan. He beat him. That was it. He Where's the legitimacy of this man's title reign? Like He should have beat Goldberg. You could have set up John Cena coming back, wanting to get the 17 title reign, and the Fiend being a champion. And there's your there's your big match right there. Like that, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's that's what's gonna make the money. That's what's gonna draw the people in. Can Cena come back and beat a 17 time champion? Can Bray Wyatt exact his revenge and beat John Cena at WrestleMania? Like, that's more intriguing than John Cena winning it and then Bray Wyatt getting it back. Like to me, that makes no sense because you're losing that 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 that, that pop that you want. Like for me, people are going to pop more that he retains the title than they are him winning it back because it's like, why did you have him take the title off him in the first place? Like, that that's the way I'm looking at it. Right. 
Damn it. I think it's, I think it's unanimous, man. The Fiend shouldn't have lost. And if he was going to lose, it shouldn't have been this close to WrestleMania. Point blank period. You absolutely shitted on this man. You brought him back at SummerSlam, one of the big four pay-per-views. You had him lose his title right before the biggest of the big four pay-per-views. To me, it was just super ass backwards. Should have had him win at Mania. Should have had him, if you're going to drop it, lose at uh, SummerSlam, if you're going to do it like that. But WWE, you freaking suck nxt y'all cool with me though and it, it man like i said man like flawless said earlier you know you could have kept the revenge story like it's there like this like i said that's been his story with everybody that he's been going at he's been going after people who wronged him and john cena is one of those guys so you 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 had a story you had something great that's more than Roman and then then Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. And because Goldberg showed up for one show and people loved it, that, that's because he hasn't been there. It's like it's like, oh man, Goldberg's here. Oh, let's watch Goldberg. We just watched him beat Brock and we had him had that little battle. It, it's the same thing they did to Kevin Owens. Look how long it took for him to get back to being the KO that we want. I mm-hmm. I, I I don't we Bray Wyatt just restarted and now you already you've already put them back at the bottom, and, and it sucks. Guys, uh, that's the end of the show. That was it. It, it, it ended with that BS. Um, any final thoughts before we get to the ratings? Nah. Nope. All right, well, Flawless, man, hit us with those numbers. SmackDown did a viewership of 2.6. <laughs> I'm not laughing because it's great. I'm laughing because it's stupid. That's that. Oh, man. Okay. All right. I, 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 okay. It is what it is. I don't, I can't wait to hear what Raw's was. This probably was a 2.1 or some bullshit. You want me to tell you right now? I'll tell you. You know, yeah, go ahead, man. Uh, it don't even matter. 2.2. <laughs> I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm good. Uh, I'm, yeah. WWE, if you want me to go and just be more of a <laughs> AEW fan, wait, damn it, you're you're doing you're doing a good job. Two Cole's about to go to Spencer's and buy that AEW shirt that I saw there. <laughs> man, I'm uh, dude. This is oh my god. I'm about to I'm about to be a strict NXT guy in a minute. I'm I'm about to be like flawless. I don't even want to do none of these other shows. I'm just gonna stick to NXT because this is some BS. Like, hey, you know what's funny? I was arguing with this dude on one of these wrestling forums. Okay. And this dude, like, is just crapping all over AEW, saying AEW sucks. I'm like, what are you, like, a WWE mark, you know? And they get so offended, you know, like I told you. I'm like, no, a guy that just watched WWE and nobody else. He's like, no, I watched the best one, the best show out there. I'm like, which one? He's like, N- uh, NXT UK. And then I look at his profile and realize he's from the United Kingdom. I'm like, yeah, of course, it makes sense. <laughs> right, yeah, which which makes sense, but it's not okay. To be honest, NXT UK is not bad. It's it's pretty much dissimilar to NXT. The only problem is it's in the UK, so you don't really you can't see it unless you have the network. Yeah. So you yeah. know, well, no one really like I watched the best one out there out of everybody. <laughs> uh, He's and, like, I and don't even watch Raw, or SmackDown. I just watch NXT UK. Well, I'm I'm gonna give him credit for that because at least he knows you know he's watching quality wrestling. I'm uh, NXT UK gives quality wrestling. I've caught a few shows. I've caught a few matches. They have great quality wrestling, especially for that Brit strong that strong Brit style that they use. So it it he has somewhat of a point, but that's where it ends. You know, he he could have mentioned NXT and NXT UK, 
I, you know, I'd have gave him points for that, but you know, the, he, he, he's not totally wrong, but he damn sure ain't nowhere near right. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, as always, it's been an honor and a privilege. Ha ha. And SmackDown <laughs> keeps producing those perf, those awesome ratings. Um, yeah, Goldberg's gonna have a long title reign. I don't, you know, I'm starting to think now, man. Goldberg's gonna end up beating Roman Reigns because Vince is gonna be so into these rating pops that Goldberg is giving. He might be fucking around and be the Brock Lesnar of SmackDown and just show up every three months and then defend the championship. That's what I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there because I think that's what it, do. I, it, it must do. So I can see him doing that, man. Because I, I, man, it's oh, hey, man. If Jericho uh, can praise Goldberg, I'll, I'll you know believe Jericho. Uh, okay, that's where that's where I have a problem with Jericho. Like, dude, come on, man, come I on, man. I wonder if he's doing it because he, like, you know, I almost think like it's devil advocate, like Snake Eyes. I wonder if he's really saying it because he's like really like, hey, man, Goldberg's money, or he's like, yeah, Goldberg's money. Keep watching that shit, you know, and then you're gonna come over and watch us. <laughs> I I, I want to believe the latter. I want to believe that's what it really is, and him not just giving props to Goldberg and thinking what they did was great because even for him. He probably wouldn't have did that. He probably, if he had to match with the Fiend, he probably would have had the Fiend go over and win and and make that guy look good because Jericho loses nothing in losing. Goldberg loses nothing in losing. You're a but Hall you of Famer, dude. Goldberg is money. He equals ratings. And, and and okay, and I get that. So so okay, so then you have the Fiend beat him, and guess what? In a couple of months, he wants to come back and get his revenge. So you set up the rematch. After WrestleMania, I'm fine with that, but you got to give him, you got to give Bray Wyatt at least the legitimacy of okay, you beat Goldberg, you got John Cena coming back, he want to fight for the championship, get that 17 time reign, you beat him, okay, you can try, you can, and then Goldberg can be like, you know what, no, I want my rematch, and then him and Roman can probably go back and forth, and then he'll eventually get it, and then you can set up either Goldberg beating him or Roman Reigns beating him, which is, you know, it, well, I'll do it like this. Since Vince don't want the Roman Reigns to beat the Fiend and the fans boo him, you can bring Goldberg back on one of the little smaller pay-per-views. You have him win, okay, and then uh, you have Goldberg face Roman, and then you, you could do all of that, and, and it wouldn't have mattered on a grander stage. For me, this is WrestleMania. I want to see what's going to be great. I just told you what the match is going to be for Goldberg and Reigns. It's going to be five spears, and that's it. It's going to be five spears, five spears, and a Superman punch, and that's it. Goldberg as champion, man, increase those ratings. Oh God, man! <laughs> go ahead and end this thing, man, because I, I was happy until we started talking about this show. I got to go watch AEW Re- uh, Revolution again because I got to get to my happy place. Yeah, man, this shit killed my buzz, man. Now I got to go drink a third IPA. All right. <laughs> I don't know, man. You might not wake up, man. All right, right. I'm about to call you like, hey, man, get your ass up. Come on, you, got that, you got that training in the morning, man, so you better chill out. No, not tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, no, that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. You're a day ahead of you. I'm sorry. No, go ahead then. Drink up. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as always, it's yours truly, man, a 26-year-old piece of gold, a.k.a. the big sexy machine. Uh, as always, <laughs> man. <laughs> hey, you see how I try to just gl- glide past that? Everybody, hey, you hey, it, it flowed in effortlessly, man. <laughs> and as always, man, I got my partners with me. He's too cold, he's flawless. Peace.
Deuces. SmackDown 2.6. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs>